0: So, okay, so, uh, bread is us. So, okay, here's the deal. I came before uh, the shir yesterday, and I wrote this out because I think it'll help for today's daf. Okay, so. I'm, I, uh, my, my, my handwriting is small, but we'll do our best. It's my, we we'll start from the Gemara. It's my, the Gemara says, That's case number one. You said, it's usher to sleep today if I sleep tomorrow. So the question is, can I sleep today and then just don't fulfill the stipulation? Meaning it's usser today if I sleep tomorrow. So first of all, if I just don't sleep today, then it's, it's over. I For sure, no isser. If I sleep today, it's a gamble. Then if I sleep the next day, I'm over an isser retroactively, and if not, not. So the question is, can I sleep today and then just don't sleep tomorrow? So it's a machloikis uh, amaroyim. I'm Rabbi Yehudah says, No, we don't trust you. You can't do, you can't begin the process and just assume you won't do it tomorrow. Rav Nachman disagrees. He says, It's fine. Rav Nachman says it's fine. Okay. Now, there's one point that's important and that's like basically the theme of the entire da'af. You have today and tomorrow. The Iser is today, meaning it's also to sleep today. So today is the time of Isser. Tomorrow, if I sleep tomorrow, then it triggers the Isser of today. So tomorrow is called a time of stipulation. It's the time of the tanai. It's not the time of the Isser. The Isser is today. It's also today if I sleep tomorrow. So the question is, can I sleep today, and then tomorrow, eh, can we trust that I probably, you know, I'll keep, I'll, I'll, I'll avoid I'll avoid fulfilling the issue. Now, tomorrow is what we call the time of stipulation. Now, you could argue, it's not like I said it's us or tomorrow, so in people's minds, the time of stipulation, it's clear from the Gemara that in time of stipulation, it's not as severe as the time of Isser. It's clear from the Gemara, meaning today is the Isser. Tomorrow is the time of stipulation, because I said it's also today, if I, tomorrow. So tomorrow is the stipulation time period. The actual Isra I'll be over is the next 24 hours. The question is, can I sleep in the next 24 hours? And then do you trust me that I won't do anything wrong in the time of stipulation? The time of stipulation in people's minds is not as severe. And the Gemara says, I'll prove it to you. The Gemara says, Rav Yehuda. Yehuda, who is Machmer, who says you cannot sleep today and rely on the stipulation tomorrow, in the following case, the Gemara says, Rav Yehuda, who says, you cannot sleep today and just avoid staying up tomorrow. We don't trust you. In the opposite case, let's say you said, it's Usr for me to sleep tomorrow if I sleep today. So tomorrow is the time of Iser. Today is the time of stipulation. Rav Yehuda Merav agrees you could sleep today and you won't sleep tomorrow. Meaning, in this case he doesn't trust you in this case he does why because over here in the second case you're saying tomorrow it's osser if i sleep today which means to next 24 hours is a time of stipulation the next the the, the following 24 hours tomorrow is a time of isser in people's minds they won't go near the time of isser so you could sleep today and trigger the process beginning and we'll trust you that you won't sleep the following day
1: that's not a Kiddush in any way. That's well, it's just saying that Rabbi Yehuda Merav... anything right. that we do.
0: Any, any true, the point is, is... the same. Yeah, true, the point is Rabbi Yehuda Merav, although he doesn't trust you in the first case, he trusts you in the second case. Because this... It, although they're both conceptually the same, and that is you have 48-hour period where if you sleep in one, it's going to trigger usually
1: you... Usually the stipulation. Comes First.
0: That's correct. Time. Which makes more anything. sense to understand than right. anything. That's the way he, That's not a, not a Kiddish. Correct.
1: I understand why he would still yeah. not agree in the first case. Yeah. Because
0: the that's the point. So, the in the second case where he says, uh, if I sleep today, it's also for me to sleep tomorrow, well, you're allowed to sleep today. <laughs> Begin the process, and we trust that you won't sleep tomorrow. I, Why in the first case do you not trust him? Because in the first case, the, the prohibition is the first day. The second day is the time of stipulation. If you sleep during the time of prohibition, we don't trust that you'll be machmer in the time of stipulation. In the second case, where the last 24 hours is the time of prohibition, we trust that you will be very careful. It's like you said, it's like any other nether. Okay, but in essence what you have over here is this first case. You have machlegas. <coughs> you have, it's us to sleep today if i sleep tomorrow can i sleep today and trust that i won't sleep tomorrow can i sleep during the time of prohibition and do you trust me that i won't do anything at the time of stipulation it was the machlekas the gemara is going to try to prove meaning that because you said it's also today today is the time of isser if i sleep tomorrow tomorrow is a time of stipulation it's the time where you could fulfill or break the tonight so you have a machlaikas of do we trust you? During this time, time of stipulation, do we trust that a person will um, basically fulfill the tenai to avoid an isser? Right? That's in essence what happened over here. If you sleep the first day, then you have to basically stay up the next 24 hours. You have to fulfill that tenai to avoid a retroactive prohibition. If you don't fulfill the tenai, you'll be retroactively prohibited. So it's a machlaikas of basically do we trust you? Okay.
1: And it's about trust. Yeah.
0: Or just life happens. No, we'll try. I mean, try. How careful are you going to be? Listen, you could stay up for 24 hours. It's up to you, but it's not easy. But the question is do we trust you? Are you allowed to start down that path? Or do you say, no, we don't trust you. you got to stay up the first 24 hours and just break it before it even begins? So the Gemara wants to basically say the case of our Mishnah is this. That's what the, the first part of the Gemara, I'm going to try to st- break this up. The first part of the Gemara. The, the, our Mishnah said the following. The Mishnah said the first case is sh'ani if a person makes an oath that he won't sleep, he's not allowed to sleep. And if he sleeps, he breaks the prohibition. The Gemara is going to break down that first case of that, that first case is not... Like if I like I said yesterday, my father made a good point when we read the Mishnah. pashtus what's the case? I swear I'm not going to sleep. How long? Forever? Can't do that. So, there's already something wrong with the Mishnah. And the point is basically, we're going to start breaking down the case of the Mishnah to a fine powder to the point where it's this case. Where the case of the Mishnah is, kainam Shani is actually, it's usher for me to sleep today if I sleep tomorrow. That's what we're going to do in the Gemara. So, let's, let's run through it together. The Gemara says, Tanan, kainam Shani Yoshim, Shani Mahalo, Shani The Mishnah says that if you say, I'm not going to sleep, it's a valid nether, and you're not allowed to sleep. And if you sleep, you broke the nether. So Hechidami, what's the case? let's go if you take the mishnah as face value it's just i swear i'm not going to sleep the problem is i mentioned this in the mishnah also Kainam is a lotion of a nether a nether is always on a sleeping is not a cafe sleeping is a situation so how does the nether work at all so you have to say okay change the girsa. it's kainam. my eyes from not sleeping you already start tweaking with the mishnah meaning you have to tweak with the mishnah because the mishnah cannot be accepted at face value because at face value it's a nether on sleep. Nether on sleep doesn't work. A nether has to take effect on an object. So you have to already start tweaking with the Lashon. So the Mishnah says, Hey Chidami, what's the case of the Mishnah? If you actually take the Mishnah at actual face value, Shani that you just say, Kainam Shani those words, the problem is, Mihave Nidra, it's not a nether. Vatn'an as we said yesterday, The Nedar does not take effect on Dabashim Bamamash, which means it only takes effects on objects. There's no object here. Pause. Because of this question, we're now going to have to change the case of the Mishnah because you're already, you're already starting to tweak. And once we're going to start tweaking the case of the Mishnah, we're going to get eventually to here. Remember that because it's all because of this question. The question is how could another take effect? So the Gemara says, okay, you're right. El koinam eina bishina. You have to change the girsa. Okay, the Mishnah is not koinam that I won't sleep. It's of my eyes from not sleeping. Okay, so you're already tweaking it. Let's continue tweaking it. How long are you not going to sleep for? You obviously had to give a time, because like my father said, if you say you're not going to sleep, that means forever. You are automatically broke the, broke, the, broke the nether. The halacha is that if you say you're not going to sleep for more than three days, it's already a broken nether right away because it's impossible. So if you don't give us the date, so you already have to change the lotion and now you have to already start adding a time period, because if you don't have a time period, it's already a broken nether anyway. So the Gemara says, And if you didn't give a date, You're also right away. It's not a time period, it's also right away. Rav Yechanan said that if someone makes an oath that he won't sleep for three days in a row, Malkin Haisev We just give him lashes, let him sleep right away because it's impossible. He already broke the nether because it's an impossible nether to keep. He doesn't have to actually go through the 72 hours. You give him lashes right away because it's impossible. So he obviously, in the case of a Mishnah, gave a time period. Because it can't just be that I'm not going to sleep because that's ambiguous. It has to be a time period. So, what's the time period? So the Gemara first attempt is the case number two, that you said, it's also for me to sleep tomorrow if I sleep today. The problem is, that can't be the case of the Mishnah. I thought we just got finished saying that everyone agrees that you could sleep and we trust you. So how can the Mishnah say that you're over an which implies that there's no trust? I thought, I thought in that case, everyone agrees that you could trust in the second case. So the Gemara says, I thought we trust you in that case. It must be, the case of the Mishnah is case number one. That Omar... I think accidentally... The Pshita, the case is... You said, I swear that I won't sleep today. If I sleep tomorrow. And meaning, what's the case of the Mishnah? You're or how? Because you slept today. Right? You're only over if you sleep today. So what do you see? It's not like Rabbi the Morav, because the Morav says you now let us sleep the first day. So according to Rabbi the Morav, in this case, you'll never be over Nisar because we don't let you sleep the first day. We don't let you trigger it. The case of the Mishnah, which we're saying now is this case, and it says you're over Nisar if you sleep the second day, that means you obviously slept the first day. You're only over the second day if you slept the first day. So the case of the Mishnah now we're saying is this case, that I say, I swear I won't sleep today if I sleep tomorrow. And what's the case in the Mishnah? If you sleep tomorrow, you be over in Isra, which means you slept today, which means review the Murav is incorrect, because review the Murav says you're not allowed to sleep today. But the case in the Mishnah is you did sleep today, so you see that our Mishnah is not like review Yudam like
1: the dead last
0: piece. I mean, the case of our Mishnah is this: that you said it's also sleep today if I sleep tomorrow, and the Mishnah is saying that if you sleep tomorrow, you are an which means you slept today. Rav the Murav holds you can never be over because we don't let you sleep the first day. Our Mishnah evidently holds you could sleep the first day. So you see that our mission is not like Raviv Dumbarav. It's, it's a tough tough. It, it, it gets more tricky. You just do your best and you can always chazer. But the Gemara says, um, and if you're not sleeping today, you're not gonna be Ivernissar. El Abidinayim, it must be that you slept the first day. And the point of the Mishnah is if you sleep the second day, you'll be Ivernissar retroactively. You see that you are allowed to sleep the first day. Because that's the whole point of the Mishnah. According to the Mirab, in this case, if you say it's Usar to sleep today, if I sleep tomorrow, will you ever be Ivanisar? No. Because we don't let you sleep the first day. We halachically forbid you from sleeping the first day, so it'll never happen. Our Mishnah, which is the first case is saying you slept the first day now you go to the rabbi and he's like okay well if you sleep the second day be that's the point of the mishnah so you see that you slept the first day so the gemara answers denayim denayim to to the so the hint is very simple what did Rabbi Yehuda say ravi the rab said we tell you not to sleep the first day we don't allow you to sleep the first day what are you telling me the mishnah says you slept the first day yeah you did you're, you shouldn't have. <laughs> Meaning, Rabbi Marav is 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 dealing with a, a halachic shayla, and that is, in this scenario, do we lichachila, allow you to sleep the first day, and trust that you won't sleep the second day? Rabbi Yudemarav says, no, we don't lichachila allow you to sleep the first day. Oh, the Mishnah says you did? The Mishnah's talking about a guy who's wrong. Meaning, the Mishnah's is talking about a person who didn't keep halacha. <laughs> You're right. According to Rav the Marav, the case of the Mishnah would never happen because if you'd asked the rabbi initially, meaning, according to Rav Nachman, you are lichachil allowed to sleep the first day. We trust that you won't sleep the second day. Rav Marav says, no, we don't lichachil allow you to sleep the first day. So uh, the Mishnah is talking about a case where he did. Yeah, he was wrong. <laughs> The Mishnah and Ravida Morava are not speaking eye to eye because the Mishnah is talking about Bidi eved, Ravida is talking milchachilah. So that they don't have to agree with each other. It's, it's 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 apples and oranges. It's not a problem at all. Ravida Morava is saying milchachilah. We don't we, we tell you not to sleep the first day. I the Mishnah is talking about the same exact case and he did sleep the first day. The guy was wrong. He didn't ask Ravida the That's you know that's a, um, that's answer number one. The case is still said you. Did. The yeah day, of course of course but he would have told you you shouldn't have slept the first night
1: right but he wouldn't say that you get Malkas now and you can sleep the second night no day. You still have to no of course
0: yeah. answer number two exactly and answer number two is all of the the case of the Mishnah was kainam shani yashan how do, how do we get here <laughs> because if you remember I said because the problem was kainam shani yashan is a lushon of a nether Sleep is not a chaifetz. So you already have to start tweaking. Once you start tweaking, we add eyes, we add a time, we add this, and we add, and we got to this Frankenstein case over here. The answer is go back. The case is shani Shaniyasha, not this. So you'll say, but it's a, it's a it's a nether. A nether doesn't take effect on sleep. The answer is rabbinically it does. <laughs> The answer is, it's, yeah, you're right. Doi Raisa, if you make a neder on sleep, it doesn't take effect. The rabbis were strict because the rabbis did not want people to get confused. The case of the Mishnah is not this case at all. It's posh. A person says, Kainim shani How long? I'm not sure. But Kainim shani a day, whatever. Kainim shani a day. So you say, but, but it doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, you have to tweak the lashon. why? Because it's a neder and that's uh, and that's sleep. Neder doesn't take effect on sleep. Yeah, it doesn't take effect biblically. It takes effect rabbinically. Forget about this whole case. It's easy. The, it's um, we need huh? Everyone
1: agrees in that case.
0: Exactly. Meaning meaning we we only got down here is because we thought the Mishnah could not be talking about the the, the literal case the Mishnah was, and we had to start tweaking and start tweaking and start tweaking. Why? Go back. The case is Kim Shani It's not it's not has nothing to do with the Shil at all. And it's and it's a Neder on sleep you can say, but wait, that doesn't work. The answer is, it doesn't work biblically. It works rabbinically. And when the Gemara, when the Mishnah says, you're over in Isra, it means a rabbinic Israel, if you sleep. Easy. Forget about it. It has nothing to do with the Shail at all. The Gemara says, Rabbina says, really, the Mishnah was the original case, not this case at all. I, so if it's a case of you won't sleep, how do you have a nether on not sleeping? I thought another only takes effect on hafetzim, on objects. The answer is it rabbinically does. So when the Mishnah says, bal it doesn't mean biblical, it means rabbinic. It's a rabbinic sir. Okay, so it has nothing to do with our, it's not a rai, though. You can't bring a rai. It's, it's not related to our case at all. And the Gemara just says, Umi yika bal where do we find a rabbinic prohibition when it comes to nedarim? In, we find it, as the B'risa teaches, if you go to a location where the entire town is makbed on a certain thing, the minig is to be Mahmer. the halacha is, you're not allowed to be lenient in front of them. It's considered a zilzal, this is the concept of like an Israeli in America, that they're not allowed to, to let's say, drive on, on second day Yomtiv because they have to have respect for the minig What's the source? What if they did it? So there says the breyser, Bal in this case, meaning if I if I uh, do something that's technically permitted in a location where everyone's machmer, I'm over bal yeichal, says the breyser. That is a rabbinic form of bal yeichal. That's not biblical. So you see bal could be rabbinic. Okay, fine. Back to the are etzam shiloh, and that's Rabbi Yudam Rav Shita, is that in this case where you have the first day, which is a day of prohibition, we he does not allow you to, to do the to enter the neder during the time of prohibition because he doesn't trust you during the time of stipulation. That was the basic premise of Rabbi so that's not the Rav Shita. No, no, but just Rabbi Rav. Forget about our mission. Just Rabbi Yudam Rav. Ravida Marav says, you're not allowed to sleep. So we're going to focus on Ravida Marav sheet, and we're going to try to bring proofs from these three cases. I'll do my best. Um, okay. See, the short dafton, but it'll easy. This isn't short, isn't Yeah. No. <laughs> so the Mishnah's
1: case is the sect number
0: two? No, the Mishnah, well, it's either, no, the Mishnah is either this case, or it's just Kainam Shani Yashan, and it's completely unrelated. It depends who you ask i sure that is case number two. No, kind of shiny ashen is just kind of shiny ashen. No, no, not hayayim, just kind of shiny
1: ocean. Just not. Okay.
0: Meaning we, we only it, meaning the point is we just got finished saying that our mission is unrelated. This is a shaila in the in the Amaroyam. These two cases are shaila in the ameroyim. Our mission is unrelated. But now we're just going to focus on this shaila in the Amaroyam again. You said I swear I won't. I, it's also for me to sleep today. If I sleep tomorrow, can I sleep today? And do you trust me? Ravi Yidom Rav says no. We don't trust you during the time of stipulation. So the Gemara is going to bring three cases. That have a time of prohibition, a time of stipulation, and you see that we do or we don't trust. Okay, so let's uh, let's do this as best we can. Tanan, all right. The missioner says later on, you have a husband who wants to get his wife to not go to her parents. He doesn't want her to go to her parents. That's yeah. So this is a common theme. Unhappy marriages was a common theme. So he didn't he didn't want he didn't want her to go to her parents. So what he did is like this. So the case is, before Pesach, let's say during Adar, he tells his wife, all the benefit until Pesach that she gets from him is Asr. So all, she can't benefit from him at all until Pesach if she goes to her parents' house any time until next okay. Before In Adar, she, he says to his wife, Any benefit you will get from me until Pesach is prohibited if you go to your parents house over the next seven months so if you go to your parents house the next seven months retroactively all benefit is prohibited so we have over here is until Pesach is the time of prohibition because that's the time period where the benefit is prohibited if you go until Sukkot that's the stipulation time period so what's the Mishnah say if she went to her parents' house before Pesach, so she triggered the prohibition, then Pesach. Then she obviously is not allowed to benefit, benefit from him because she triggered it. The implication of the Mishnah is that if she didn't go by Pesach, we trust her, meaning Pesach comes and goes, she has not gone home yet. It seems like from the Mishnah, she's allowed to start benefiting from her husband and we trust her. That she will fulfill the stipulation. She won't go home until Sukkot. Meaning, if she goes home until Sukkot, which is seven months later, months later, six months later, six months later, right? Between Pesach and Sukkot, if she goes home at any time, she's retroactively triggering all benefit is prohibited. The halacha is, says the Mishnah, the implication of the Mishnah is that if she did not go home by Pesach, she could start benefiting now. She could start getting money from him. She could start benefiting. And we trust her that she will fulfill the stipulation and not go home. What do you see? You see that during the time of stipulation, we trust people. It's not us. The implication is it's only us for her to benefit if she goes home by Pesach. If she doesn't go home by Pesach, the implication is that could she, she could start benefiting. But wait, what if she goes home during Av, or during Elul? It's just, we trust her. We trust that she will fulfill the stipulation. This is very similar to this Shailah. Rav Yudah Rav does not let her sleep the first day and just says, right, he wants to sleep the first day, and he says, trust me, the next day, I won't sleep the next day. He says, no, that's stipulation time. I don't trust you during stipulation time. But over here, we trust her during stipulation time. She's a lot of benefit. She's a lot of benefit, benefit, benefit. And we trust her that she won't go home.
1: But he's the one making the nether, not her. True, but in the it's the case, In the first case, I was making the nether on myself. That's yeah, an interesting point. Here, I'm not making, it's an interesting he's point. not making, he's not making. True,
0: nether. but I guess that. But the point is, but, but in this case, while she didn't make the nether, it affects her. She'll be the one over. Over if she here, she
1: can keep the nether. Does she get malchus and yeah. then have to pay back?
0: Yes. She's the one who
1: gets malchus? Yes. And then she doesn't have to pay him back. Correct. not sure how you should pay him back anyway, like how do you define that? Correct, okay. but the
0: point is, so in both cases, you're entering a time of stipulation, In this case, we seem to trust the person that they will make sure not to retroactively do an Avera, but over here, Avizam Raf does not trust them. True, but it's the basic premise is. telling her to keep. True, but it's the basic premise is do we trust someone during a time of stipulation that they will fulfill the stipulation and not retroactively do an Avera?
1: I think it's trust. Right, I think it's trust. Then I'm getting nod, Then it's easier to trust someone when you know. I'm going to get no, it
0: just has to do with ahead. whether we, whether people care about Averas. <laughs> <I> Meaning, in <laughs> this case, if you think that she's not going to do the avera, and she's not going to go home and trigger it, then over here also, he he won't sleep. What's the difference? It should be the same. It's a challenge. Obviously. Yeah, but this is also a challenge, a challenge, a challenge is to not go what is. home yeah, until Sukkot. Yeah, my true, but but it's the same. Meaning the Gemara, so you could probably poke holes in everything, but it's more the Gemara just trying to get, like, macro, like just big picture. Do you trust someone during a time of stipulation? That's, that's the, in essence, the Shaila. So the Gemara says, so you see that, that we do trust him. So the answer is no. Amar of Abba. Holcha Pesach, Asur of Loy Alma. No, 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 no. Why did we think that we trust her? Because it said, until Pesach, she's Asr. The implication is after Pesach, she could start benefiting. The answer is no, no, no. Until Pesach, it's also for her to benefit, and if she goes until Pesach, she gets lashes. After Pesach, if she didn't go by Pesach, it's also for her to benefit, but she won't get lashes because it'll be a retroactive Israel. Meaning, the answer is we don't trust her at all. It's ataka taka oser in both cases. The only one point is, before Pesach, she'll get lashes. After Pesach, she won't get lashes, but it's taka oser in both cases. Meaning, Rav the will reinterpret it that we never trust during a time of stipulation. And the only distinction is severity of iser, but it's actually usher in both scenarios. Okay, aima uh, seifa. Let's just continue in this in this in this case. Achara okay, Pesach, if she visits her home after Pesach, by yechal dvare. Oh, okay. If she visits her home after Pesach, yeah, right. According to the Yidmarav, we don't trust her. Right it means according to the Yidmarav, she's not allowed to benefit at all from Adar until Sukkot. We don't trust. Again, trust over here is allowing her to not sleep. Trust over here is could she benefit, and do you trust that she won't go home? Rabbi Yudem Rab says, no, we don't trust her. So if she wants to get money from him, don't touch him. Rabbi the Rab would say, don't touch her, I don't trust you, don't touch it. No benefit. What does the, the Mishnah say? If at any point during this time period she goes home, she's retroactively over an That's what the Mishnah says. You're only over and Isra retroactively if you benefited. That means that she benefited. Rav Yudha Murav would say she can't benefit, but the Mishnah says if she goes home at any point, she's retroactively Ivar which means she did benefit. So I thought Rav Yudha Murav says you're not allowed to benefit, but over here it says she did benefit. So the Gemara says, If she didn't benefit, there's no, there's no retroactive Iser, right? Retroactive Isr is only if there's benefit. If she listened to Rav Yudha Murav and Rav Yudha Murav says I don't trust you, she'll never be Ivar because she'll never have benefited. She'll never put herself into the process. El pshita sani. it must be that she did benefit. Al oh, you see Ravid is wrong. Rav, you go to the next page. The answer is the same answer that we had before. And that is mikatani isani. <laughs> Again, she didn't ask. This is the same answer we've been having. Rav Yud is saying, Lichat chila. we don't tell you, we don't trust you. Oh, but she, 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 meaning according to Rav the Murav, she should not benefit. But according to the Mishnah, she did. Yes, yeah, so she's wrong. Again, I meaning mean, that's why it's hard to pin Rav the Murav down. Rav the Murav is saying, Lich Achila, you don't do this. The case of the Mishnah is bidi avid. Rav the Rav would tell you, you're not allowed to benefit. I, in the case of the Mishnah, she did. The yeah, answer so she's wrong. Okay. Like, Rav the Rav is saying, you're asking me a shayla. I'm telling you Lich Achila, we don't trust you. And by the way, Rabbi the Rav, who probably said, look at the case of the Mishnah. You did trust her and she's a You see? I mean, you see? <laughs> you see, I told you so. So the case of the Mishnah is that she shouldn't have, but she did. Oh, so you see where the Rav is wrong? Rabbi the Rav you know am saying, you asked me khila. Should she benefit? The answer is no. One more case. So we're up to case number four. Um... Listen, I'm impressed that we're just we're just we're just we're just doing this. I'm glad last night I said that. I was like, okay, I, I had like a five minute opening where I thought I understood. I'm like, let me write this down now. It took me like 35 minutes. So I'm just like, okay. Um, case number four, the last case. Tanan, Pesach. This case is slightly different. This is where the stipulation comes first. This is where before Pesach again in Adar, tells the wife all benefit until Sukkis is prohibited if you go until Pesach. Meaning, if you go home over the next month, then all benefit will be prohibited until Sukkot. So the next month is a time of stipulation and prohibition, but it's a time of stipulation. Then after that, it's a time of prohibition. So stipulation comes first, then prohibition. So he basically says to her, if you go home by Pesach, it triggers a time of prohibition. So what's the halacha? The Mishnah says, of Ne Pesach, she went to her father's house before Pesach and just tr- and triggered the neder. A b'anosa, obviously she's not allowed to benefit. And after Pesach she can go home. Because after Pesach the, the whole nether's over. The whole issue, issue, issue is going home by Pesach. After Pesach it's fine. What do you see from here? Holcha, the implication is, and it's a weird implication, the implication is that Holcha, if she actually went to her father's house already, Asura, then she can't benefit. But if she did not go back, she could benefit. Meaning in by adar that's a weird implication the gemara implies that let's say he made the stipulation the first of adar if by the second of Adar she hasn't gone home yet she can go home it's a strange it's a strange havamina i'm not sure why the gemara assumes that the gemara assumes that like that if by the time she's asking the shayla if she has not gone home yet we trust her originally way school describes it um if she has not gone home yet even before pesach she may go home despite the possibility she will visit her father's home between the time of the declaration and Pesach. Meaning, the implication is that if from the time of the stipulation, from the time the Shiloh comes up, if she has not gone home yet, she can now go home. It's a strange Havamina because I didn't read it that way. I don't know why you would say that she's allowed to go home. The, it seemed, he
1: triggered the stipulation on the first day. First of all, yeah, it but it, in.
0: Yeah, but it, then... But then it, the time
1: it, said, okay. but he gave a window. Yeah,
0: until Pesach. I don't right. understand why. Yeah, I'm not sure either. The Gemara instantly rejects it. I'm not sure. The Gemara says, No, Amarava. Who had in the field? asura. It's just, no. It's us the entire time period. One get lashes, one doesn't get lashes, but it's us the entire time period. I, 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 I... He, we allow her to derive benefit before she goes to her father's house. Meaning like this. Well, let, me, let me explain. Let, let me redo this. The, the assumption is... If she did not yet go home, she could benefit. And we're not concerned. Meaning, the Mishnah says that if she went home before Pesach, she's not allowed to benefit. The implication is, if she didn't go home yet, so let's say it's the 10th of Adar. She has not gone home yet. Pesach's in two weeks. Three weeks. The implication of the Mishnah is that she's now allowed to begin benefiting. And we trust her. That's that the Gemara assumes. Are
1: we saying it's the benefit not now from Pesach until Sukkot?
0: No, the benefit is from Adar until Sukkot. Any, if you go home by Pesach, all benefit is usher. So it's a time of stipulation and a time of prohibition. So the Gemara says the implication is that if by the 10th of Adar, when she asks the Rabbi Eshailah, she says, uh, I haven't gone home yet. So he's like, oh, if you haven't gone home yet, we trust you. You could start benefiting. That's, that's the Gemara's implication. So well, why? I th- t- why do we trust it? The, the Rabbi doesn't trust the answer is No. It's tells her. <laughs> I, and the Gemara says, no, we, we don't trust her to actually begin benefiting. I, I don't even understand. I'll be honest with you. I know I'm supposed to like try to sell it. I don't understand the half. I mean, I, it is not the way I read it, but that's the last. Yeah. It,
1: yes, it's a time frame. You say it's 15 days, or 30 days. Yeah. Or it could be 45 days. Yeah. They break each day into individual pieces. Correct. So if you, just like in the first in case number two, Yeah if it's, it's us for me to sleep tomorrow if I sleep today, stipulations first. Yeah. Everyone agrees you can sleep today. Correct. Just the same thing. Everyone agrees, You not everyone, the, this one, the hub of me that is, you can. I, okay, you I hear what your you're saying. You're saying, saying that because day, the stipulation comes
0: first, the only difference is over here it's a time of stipulation and prohibition. That's the only. That's the. That's the. That's the confusing part. But I hear what you're saying. You're that's saying
1: that's
0: that's that. That's how it's a yeah, yeah. 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 Meaning you're saying that because the stipulation you know, time period is first, we trust. We trust that she could benefit. We trust that she could benefit, and she won't do the avera, which is not like everybody. And the answer is, no. It doesn't say that at all. It it just says that, uh, no, it's Taka Aser. Okay, I hear what you're saying. Meaning in this case, Huh? Meaning in this case, again, the first of Adar, the husband says to her, if you go home by Pesach in one month, if you go home, all benefit between now and Sukkis is Aser to you. So if she goes home, she's definitely not allowed to benefit because she's definitely started the process. The question is, can she benefit now and do we trust her that she won't go home? So the implication of the mission is that we trust it because it's a, it's the, during the time of prohibition people are pretty careful like this case everyone says we trust everyone says we trust that's the gemara saying, but and the answer is.
1: No. Because this case is different because the prohibition is overlapped it's, with it's the case coming of stipulation. Back. The stipulation? Correct. The that's is, the yeah, difference. The difference is between difference.
0: case two and case We're four, and for anyone that's listening to this, you should watch Zoom today, but <laughs> okay. the, the difference is between case two and t- case four. Case two, it's purely stipulation, okay. then oh, purely yes. prohibition. Okay. Over here, the first between Adar and Pesach is stipulation and prohibition. Yeah, oh, okay, I get your sense. Okay, fine, I hear that. Okay, I think I get it. Let's see, you try your best. Um, <laughs> you know, uh okay, one last kasha, and that's case number five. <laughs> case number five. um hayoim im lamakam ployni You said this bread is user today if I travel tomorrow. So that's a pretty clear similarity between that first case, the first case, and this case, which is right if i sleep it's also to sleep today if i travel if i if i if i sleep tomorrow this is it's also for me to eat bread today if i travel tomorrow so you have a time of prohibition and then a time of stipulation the question is again it's also to eat bread today if i travel tomorrow so if he doesn't travel tomorrow he can eat as much bread as he wants the question is can he eat bread today and do we trust that he will not travel tomorrow so it's a machleikus over here whether we trust him what's the halach over here says the mishnah says the brisa Oh, if he ate the bread he can't travel so the gemara the the, the, the gemara is saying like this the implication of the brisa is that you're allowed to eat the bread oh so you see we trust him it's not like reviewing the Marab, right he says he says you're not allowed to sleep over here he says you're allowed to eat what's the difference it's actually pretty pretty similar right you have a time of prohibition if a stipulation is fulfilled the next 24 hours Rev. The says We don't let you sleep. We don't let you start the process over here. It says if you ate it, you just don't you don't uh, you don't travel, which which implies you're allowed to eat it.
1: One's refraining on the day and
0: one's... No, but it's the same premise. You're 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 entering the time of prohibition. And then you're, are you trusting the person to to do that and then fulfill the time of stipulation? It's
1: easy as not to do something and say that. OK, I, I hear
0: what you're saying. It's a slightly different. It's the same. But the, the overall premise is similar when
1: it comes to
0: trust. So mm-hmm. interesting. The Gemara actually answers very simple. Again, the question is the assumption is you're allowed to eat the bread today, and we trust that you will not travel tomorrow. The problem is our Vidim Rab does not trust you. So the Gemara says it doesn't say you're allowed to eat the bread. It said if you ate the bread. Again, same thing. The Gemara says, <laughs> It doesn't say you're allowed to eat the bread. If you ate the bread, Yeah, it's just saying if you ate the bread, you're not allowed to travel. It's not a kash, vidum rav. Again, rav That's the same answer basically. This entire daf. Rav is talking about What do we tell the person? Every case of the brysa mishnah is talking about bidi Eved, What happened? So the gemara says Oh, the brysa continues. Hallah, Let's say he traveled. Let's say the second day he traveled. Says the Brisa, he's retroactively over an iser. What does that tell you? That tells you that he ate it, right? Because it says, right, according to of the Marav. This is an interesting point. According to of the Marav, we never trust you the first day, so you'll never actually get yourself into into hot water. So according to of the Marav, if I were to ask of the Marav, can I travel the second day? He would say, of course. Why? Because you never ate it the first day. Right, according to Rav the Marav, you're never eating it the first day. So, could you travel the second day? Yeah. Yet yeah, lechachila you could travel because there's never de Rav Yehuda deals with lechachila. So, according to Rav Yehuda you told him the following case: I said I will not eat bread on Tuesday if I travel on Wednesday. So, you asked Rav the Marav like a riddle: Can I travel on Wednesday? He says absolutely. Well, what do you mean? I'll be over. He says because you're not allowed to eat bread on Tuesday. So the Brisa says if you traveled, you're over Nisr. That's not Rav the Marav. According to Rav Yehuda Marav, you never over Nisr. Mahal the b'raisa says if you travel, that doesn't say you could travel. According to Rav the Rav, it should say you could travel because according to Rav the Rav, you're never over an You should be able to travel l'chachila because you're not eating bread the first day. According to Rav the Rav, you should be able to travel on Wednesday l'chachila because you're never eating bread on Tuesday. You hear what I'm saying? So the Gemara says, so why according to Rav the Rav, it should say you're allowed to travel. So the answer is, It should say It should say you're allowed to travel. But it's just because the Rasha has has past tense. The seif also has past tense. The truth is it should say you're actually able to travel. Um, let's get to the Mishnah and then we'll stop. Uh, the Gemara says like this the Mishnah said that if you say to your wife, uh, relations, it's valid. You're able to prohibit your wife's uh, uh, relations from you and your wife. The problem is, the man is obligated to be with his wife. The pasuk says it's aina. Aina means there's a mitzvah for the husband to be with the wife, which means the rights of relations sort of belong to the wife. I can't prohibit something you own to you, meaning I can't answer you from having your phone. I can answer you from having my phone. So the, it's, a, it's a syntax issue. Koinam so sha'ani misham sheikh will not work.
1: Then a wife could do it. Huh? Then a wife can make that...
0: Correct. Actually, she could. The Gemara is going to point this out. She could. It's, it's a syntax issue. The Gemara is going to say that the loshen, you have to fix the loshen. Koinam sha'ani misham sheikh, which is I'm prohibiting having relations with you. You're not allowed to do that. You can't withhold that from the wife. So the Gemara is going to say you could, you just have to change the loshen. It's actually it's very important with how you say it. He's also the,
1: obligated to support her in the other cases.
0: No, but the, but the, these benefits don't uh, don't have to be with the prohibition of support. If he comes, you know, you know, he comes home with, uh, you know, uh, an extra seasons bag, she would not be allowed to use it, even though that's not included in the prohibition. I Meaning, there's there's support, and then there's the the da- the daily benefits, which are not necessarily uh, the same. So the Gemara says. The case is, you don't say that will not work. Rather, you say you're saying, so if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, You're not prohibiting the wife. You can't do that. You could prohibit yourself from benefiting from the wife. So you're not actually saying the wife can't live with you because you can't do that, because you can't prohibit her from doing what she what she has rights to, but you could prohibit yourself from benefiting from the wife's relations. So that, so you're not putting the isser on her, you're putting the prohibition on yourself. You're saying, I am not going to benefit from you, and then we're not going to, we're not going to, make you live with her because by you doing that you're breaking your own word so it's actually it's a syntax issue you can't oser the wife from having relations with you you could oser yourself from benefiting from the wife during relations it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a technicality the Gemara says how do I know that that's true that there's a difference um, Dom Rav Khan Rav Khan said let's say the opposite the wife talking Tashmishi Alecha if the wife says um, my you're not allowed to benefit from me so you're ossering the husband from benefiting from the wife it doesn't work We force her to live with a husband. Because she's also obligated to be with the husband. If the wife says, I don't want to benefit from you, then the halacha is, So basically the answer is, it's hard to remember, but basically the answer is, you can't aser the other person from having relations with you, but you can aser yourself from having relations with them, both by the husband and wife. So the case of the husband would be he can't say she's not allowed to live with him that she that he can't do but he could say I'm not allowed to benefit from living with you and the wife also she can't say to the husband you're not allowed to live with me but she could say I'm ostring myself from having benefit from you and both those cases the nether is valid. All right, we'll stop here. Uh, if there are any questions, you could let me know. I'll maybe be able to help you. All right, we'll stop here. Are we